Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, <clears throat> I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Those of you who are in this temple and those who are in the sky temple. Welcome, everyone. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to settle down. Pull your spine straight. Open your shoulders. Lightening your mind, close your eyes. <clears throat> Relax your facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine, soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Connect with the movement happening at the belly with each breath. Bring a little softening in your eyes, face, the whole body. Now pause the breath wherever it is and become totally introverted. Before your body begins to stress, release the breath. Pause it again. Release it. Once more. Can you feel your heartbeat? Release it. <clears throat> Pause it again. 
let the mind rest in the center of the forehead. Maybe you can feel the pulsation right in the center of the forehead. And release. Gently open your eyes. <laughs> Thank you all. We have just come out of Navaratri, the sacred nine days of observance. And those of you who are aware of the, those special days, I'm sure each one of us has experienced something. How special it is, how blessed we are, if we are able to carve out a little time in the name of sacredness and do the inner work, the work that we came here to do, the work that we really came here to do as a human being in this human body. When we do not have these remembrances, these reminders, we get so preoccupied with mundane and get caught up in things that are really not that important. What is truly important is the self-realization, constantly working on ourselves. If we stop looking at ourselves, then we are looking at everything else. Every little thing out there becomes a cause of our disturbance. We get irritated over small things. We walk in fear. We walk in anger. We, up, we walk in irritation. Our whole life just becomes so skittish. Yes, we live in the world and the problems will be there. All kinds of distractions will be there. All kinds of, and if we are looking for those distractions, we'll find them. The real work is how to not get caught with those distractions, how to come back to ourselves. That's why these kind of reminders in every great tradition are there. And they become as important and real to you as you make it. You can make it very casual, but still stay in the remembrance. 
or we can make it very uh, arduous and so pendulum can go on both sides. So how to stay, balance it, stay engaged, yet detached. That is the art we all have to re refine. Staying engaged without getting attached. Baba used to say, a state between yes and no. It's neither yes nor no. It is, there is a word even, non-dual. Why do they say non-dual? Why don't they say one or they say two? It's neither one nor two. At times it becomes one, and at other times there are two. So the very moment we get fixated on something, that becomes the cause of our suffering and distraction. Even not get totally fixated on our liberation. We are human beings. There are moments just loosen up a bit. It's okay. There'll be time for that. There is a beautiful little booklet out of the ashram Aghor Guru Samhita. I don't know how many of you have read it carefully. And that book has been coming to my mind that maybe I should put a little more focus on that book. I rarely mention that book. And if you have it, try to read it carefully. Maybe just even one, one a day. Remaining free from my own self-imposed disciplines. There is a prayer like that. Now, that doesn't give you freedom. That, oh yeah, I can make a promise, but I can break it. So Aghor is very simple, but it's also very, it requires lots of discipline. It's the discipline that brings us to simplicity. Anyway, I didn't want to go into that. I just wanted to remind you of the sacredness of Navaratri and the blessings that have come our way, the inner fullness that you have experienced, or just the emptiness by minimizing the intake of the world through your senses. Whatever you have experienced, how to keep 
stay in the remembrance of that. And that is the easiest thing that I find is staying in gratitude. Staying in gratitude. May every day, may every morning, we start the day with just being grateful. Because this nine days of Navaratri was really all about looking at our ego, managing our ego. Mahisasur Mardini. Mahisasur is none but our own ego that keeps surfacing in so many different ways. And so as we have come out of Navaratri and moving forward, may we look at our ego that how much role it has to play or it plays into my own suffering and the suffering that I create for others around me. When we are in gratitude, when we are in the remembrance, when you are thankful for all the blessings in our life, little humility comes in. Little humility comes in. And when the humility comes in, I'm not so much in judgment. It's the ego that's in the judgment, not humility. Things will be what they, will, they are. People will be who they are. We can't change them. And no matter how hard we try, no matter how hard we fight, they're going to be people. They have their own drama. They have their own story. And how much are you going to let yourself be entangled in it and suffer? There comes a time to just say to yourself, everybody, every soul has its own journey. I have nothing to do with it. Yes, I'm their relative, I'm their friend, I'm in their life. I do whatever I can, but then I have to really pull back. I have to pull back and respect that every soul has its own journey. On this stage of life, we are all playing a role putting on different hats. Ultimately, we put, on, put off that hat, put on another one, another one. But the truth is, who are you without a hat? Just looking at yourself, looking at your own journey of your own soul. Where am I going? What are my priorities? What are my thoughts? It's very helpful. And these observances like Navaratri give us an opportunity to 
Look at that. Yes, we stay engaged in the world, but we don't throw the baby with the bathwater. Every day, maybe after this, if you cannot stay that much focused and committed, that carving out a little time, it could be the greatest gift you give to yourself. The half an hour, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you can do, create a little ritual around it. Be prepared for, prepare yourself for that. It's not like I'm fitting in my little five minute of meditation. I ask sometimes, Babaji, okay, do you meditate? Yes, Babaji, I get it while I'm walking. We don't fit in our practice into while we are walking or eating or doing other things. It becomes as meaningful and rich for us as we make it. So I really recommend to people that don't just go and sit down on your meditation seat. Prepare yourself a little bit before that. If nothing, wash your hands, wash your face, um, even change the clothes that make noise. Put those out, put on some soft clothes or some shawl. <clears throat> so you prepare yourself to go to sit on that meditation seat. <clears throat> or prepare yourself to even just sit down on your recliner and cover yourself and closing your eyes. God doesn't need rituals. We humans need the rituals because those rituals prepare us to go into the experience. So after these um, sacred days, as we go into our <clears throat> normal days, I would very strongly recommend that carry that feeling and be a little bit more committed to the hour that you practice or you do your puja or your meditation. Create a little ritual around it. If you don't have one, just, just make sure, okay, I'm just going to wash my hand and splash my face with. But maybe splashing the face might not be the good one. Some people don't want to wash up what they have on their face. So whatever, just create a little ritual that you think that this is taking a step in that direction. <clears throat> Pay attention to your altar, your meditation spot. What does it look like? What kind of things are all around it? Can you spiff it, uh, spiff it a little bit? And like that. Can you put a cut flower every day? How are we going to honor this time? Um, each one can decide for ourselves. And also, the little experience you have had by seeing less, hearing less, speaking less, tasting less,
stay in the remembrance of that. Sometimes you see things and that begins to bother you. Do you really need to keep seeing it? Can you take your mind away from there? Some things that you hear, people say they got their habit. They will keep saying, do you need to really take it and make it your own? That choice is yours. So as long as the focus stays that my inner being is not going to be distracted, not going to be um, disturbed, whatever is not serving it, I don't have to give time to it. This is called honoring the self. This is called staying focused on the welfare of the self. Yesterday's teaching went out, a Baba, that has been resonating with me, that a person who is focused on self-welfare and the welfare of all is a true human being. What does that mean? A person who is focused on the self-welfare, this is what self-welfare is, not to get entangled with things that are not serving or real purpose, and that is the our journey towards our higher self. What is not serving, I don't have time for it. Anyway, I just wanted to greet you. Uh, I'm still very much in the silence uh, of Navaratri. And I didn't want to think too much. I just wanted to connect with you with the heart and give you my blessings. And may you stay in that fullness. And I thank you all for your presence. I'm here for a few moments. If you have something to say, Shannon. Thank you, Babaji. If you'd like to ask Baba a question, you can speak to him directly or let me know, or you can chat me the question and I will share it with him. So there's a question, Baba. Do you have a good way to illustrate the difference between the ego and the self? Self is um, which is not only thinking about me and mine. And there is a small s self with a small s and a self with a big s. So which self we are talking about? The small self is the ego self. Big s is the welfare of all. where I always put myself first, my way of thinking, my way of seeing, that's a small s.
when we always think about what is good for all, if the judgment is coming from that, then that is the little example of the higher self. Small self is the ego self. Most of the time when something is coming to my mind, I take a moment to really ask myself, okay, this may sound good to me, may feel good to me, but is it going to be good for everybody else? And always checking that with that uh, can give us a little glimpse into what I have been talking about. Usually we just go with whatever feels good to me or whatever I think is the right thing. But sometimes putting the other person in those shoes and or other people in those situations and see what would they like. So that helps. Anyway, I'm still very much in my heart. I'm not in my mind. So if you put those kind of questions, then it will not come. I just see, look at you and I'm very much in silence right now after Navratri. So Shannon, if there is another question, yes. Otherwise, okay, beautiful. Um, yes. What do... How do we deal with all of the um, violence in the world and the schools that just keep getting shot up? I, I try not to watch the news because I can't take it anymore. But I don't understand how in this country we have a elected officials and Congress that will not try to come together and find some way of alleviating some of the suffering. And I know it's an internal thing. It's the most important. That is the most important thing. Because if you cannot do anything, what are you going to do? But looking at you, you are a writer. Write letters and let it be known. Be a little active in that. But losing your peace is not going to help. Yes, there is, you know, it has been going on since the beginning. In cave age, men used to kill each other with rocks. Now we are killing each other with guns. The instinct is still there. So first thing is that we do not lose our inner stability. And yes, there is violence in the schools and with the guns and it has happened before, it is happening now, and it will continue to happen. And if I can't do anything about it, and maybe there will come a time you will express your um, preference, and that's your thing. If you can write something, make a little more aware, 
put a little pressure on the people who can make a um, difference. That's all we can do. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go through the pages and um, mentally send you my love and blessings and please feel it, experience it. And I see your names and every name I see, even if I don't see you on the camera, I can see your face. Thank you all.